Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Happy Monday. We are pretty much in the month of February. This year is already zoom, zoom, zooming by. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you had a blessed weekend and actually technically a blessed week since the last time I did an episode. So yeah, I hope you had a blessed week over the last few days. I myself had a beautiful week and a beautiful weekend. I um, allowed myself to rest a lot and it felt incredible. And I have this new sense of just, I don't know. When I allow myself to rest, like fully rest, I just feel more at ease. I feel more creative. I just feel really good. I just feel really, really good. So um, I hope that you are feeling really good as well as we continue this movement of self-care, okay? So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I want to talk about taking your power back when it comes to using the words no and also no thank you. But... Before I do, I want to let you know that I have created a 14-day mindset shift challenge for you, and it starts on January, excuse me, February 14th. My mind is stuck in January, y'all, but it starts on February 14th, which happens to be the day of love. If you know that your beliefs have been keeping you stuck, if you've been feeling burned out, stressed, Um, overwhelmed, frustrated, I can guarantee you that a lot of that is like an internal situation that's going on. We get caught up in our limiting beliefs and they keep us stuck. And when we're stuck, we get frustrated and we don't know what moves to make. It's hard to make moves though, because if you've been conditioned to think a certain way, those thoughts are the habits that you're doing and the actions that you're taking every single day day. Our conscious or our subconscious is so strong. And if you don't take time to invite more self-awareness into your life, you're going to be repeating the same habits and processes over and over, day after day, month after month, year after year. And I can guarantee you this because I've done it for years. I've done it for years and I've repeated years back to back to back. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore. And that was another reason why I really started to take my self-care seriously. And self-care starts in your mind. So in this 14-day challenge where I'm going to be tackling different limiting beliefs that we tend to carry around with us, 
you're going to be hearing topics because this is an audio challenge, y'all. I didn't mention that before, but this is an audio challenge. So if you love the podcast, if you love the gems I'll be dropping, this is the challenge for you. Every day for 14 days, you're going to get access in my little teachable um, course because I got fancy, y'all. So in my little teachable course, every day of the challenge, you're going to be getting a audio clip from me. And I'm going to be talking about things like, no, you are not too young or too old, keeping your standards and expectations high, being your own best friend, trusting yourself more, and um, saying yes to positive self-talk. So there's various topics here that, again, if you are really in need of kind of like a wake-up call or you need permission to choose yourself, like this is your sign. I want you to go ahead and take this 14-day challenge. Go to the show notes. You will find the link to this challenge. And um, if you use the code Happy New Year, you're going to get early bird pricing. All right. So I will put the notes, excuse me, I will put the link in today's show notes for this 14-day challenge. And I hope to see you there. You can go to that link for more details. Okay. All right. Now let's go ahead and talk about saying no. All right. So the, this conversation actually is starting because, or this is, I'm talking about this because I didn't realize that I had, I mean, I did, but not really. I didn't really think about it. I didn't, I didn't really think about it. Unconsciously I did, but I wasn't really, I, I didn't really process it. You know what I mean? So, but I realized that I gave my power away and I'll tell you how. So I ended up having fibroid surgery maybe like five years ago. I don't know the exact date, but um, if you've ever had surgery on your stomach and this was supposed to be like a quick outpatient type procedure and I'm doing air quotes for outpatient. <laughs> when the doctor got up in there, she said those fibroids were like cheese, like old soft cheese. I don't know how firm they're supposed to be, but she said they were like cheese. Like it was just a whole bad situation going on up in there. And anyway, if you've ever had surgery on your stomach, you know, that you are down for the count. You are down, for, I mean, any surgery is hard, but when you have surgery on your stomach, like your core controls everything, right? So I couldn't sit up, I couldn't lay down. I, I literally had to sleep laying propped up on pillows pretty much damn near straight up. <laughs> That's how bad it was. I couldn't turn over, I couldn't go to the bathroom, I couldn't sit down on the toilet. I mean, it was just rough. Anyway, I'm telling you this because I had to have my mom come over and tend to me. Because my daughter couldn't do it. At the time, she probably would have been, I don't know, maybe 13, possibly. I'm not sure. Because I don't remember exactly when I had this surgery. But she was, you know, younger. And so my mom came and tended to me for at least a week. God bless her soul. At least a week she was there. She was. She stayed downstairs in the living room on the couch. Uh, she would bring me, uh, if I needed water, if I needed something to eat, she would go to the grocery store. She would cook food for my daughter. She would, you know, clean the kitchen. Like she was just doing little things, right? And she spent the night here at least a week, several days. And so when I finally was able to get out the bed for longer than an hour, <laughs> you know, I made my way downstairs to the kitchen. And there was this picture on my wall. A picture I didn't ask for, a picture I didn't buy. Um, this artwork just appeared on my wall. And my mom told me that she had gone to like Home Goods or something and bought this fugly picture because I needed to, according to her, 
start putting more things in the house to liven up the the house. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. If you don't know this about me, I believe in minimalism. I didn't always believe in minimalism, and that's a that's a whole other story. But the older I get, the more I realize I don't want things just because, just to have them. And this is not to say that I don't like luxury. I don't like nice things. I don't like quality things. That is not the case at all. I think luxury and minimalism can definitely go hand in hand. At least that's how I feel. But I don't feel like I need to have all this artwork on the wall, especially if it doesn't mean anything to me. And like just things filling up every spot on my wall, on my floor, in my house, in my closet. Like I have purged so many times and I still have more purging to do. It's crazy how much stuff we accumulate, right? I know it's not just me that has accumulated some stuff. I'm like, why the, why did I buy this? Why, what did I buy this for? Or pants you can no longer fit. Why, why are they still in your closet, sis? Let them go. Let them go, okay? Like for me, I got, I ha- well, did I give them away already? I might have gotten rid of them, but I had these pleather pants um, in my closet that I swore I was going to be able to fit back into. Never wore them one time. I probably paid about 75 bucks for these pants, these pleather, vegan pleather pants. <laughs> Didn't wear them not a near, not a one time because I never could fit them. But I kept telling myself, one day these thighs are going to fit into these pants and I'm going to rock these. <laughs> I'm going to rock the hell out of these pants. That didn't happen. Okay. Anyway, but for me, yeah, these, it's been like this for years now. Just, I've been slowly but surely getting rid of a lot of stuff and doing my best to limit the things that come into this house. Unless they are necessary, serve some kind of purpose, m- make me feel something about whatever it is. You know, it, it has to serve a purpose has to serve a purpose. I don't want to just mindlessly consume. So I'm a huge believer in minimalism. And um, yeah, back to this artwork. So and how I gave my power away. So I goes downstairs. Okay. And there's this fugly picture on the wall. Yeah, I said it fugly. There's this fugly picture on the wall, just staring me smack dab in the face. And my mom's like, Oh, yeah, I went to Home Goods and I got you this picture because you need some artwork in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Y'all, what did I do? Absolutely nothing. I didn't say a word. And that is where I gave my power away. Instead of me speaking up for myself and saying, I don't want that, no thank you, or saying, thank you so much, but no thank you, like saying no. No, I don't want that. I said nothing. I said absolutely nothing. And I realized that I did it because, looking back, you know, I had time to process this. I did it because I didn't want her to feel rejected, number one. Because, you know, she's gone out and do, done this nice thing and you... She's bought you this gift and you can't even take the gift that she bought you. You're so ungrateful. And then also this woman had just been here for a whole, at least a week doing all the things for me. And so it just didn't sit right with me to tell her I don't want it. No, thank you. 
And so I told myself this story. You know, we make up stories more often than not when our minds are trying, to, when we're grappling with like this, these situations, you know, we, we end up telling ourselves stories that help us make whatever decision we've made mean something and, and, and to help us feel better, if that makes any sense. I guess it's kind of like we rationalize we tell ourselves these stories, which a lot of times are not even true. And so here in my mind, I had made this big story that, oh my God, she's just going to, she's going to be so angry. She's going to be upset. She's going to be hurt. She's going to be disappointed. She's going to be sad. And you know, just telling yourself these stories. When I can guarantee you, okay, she might've been miffed for a minute, but imagine being miffed or even let's say she was miffed for like a week. Okay. Imagine me prioritizing her being miffed for a week versus me looking at this fugly picture for five years, every single day. When I come into the kitchen, there's the picture. When I go make my coffee in the morning, there's the picture. When I go make dinner for the night, there's the picture. When I'm washing the dishes, there's the picture. When I'm mopping the floor, there's the picture. When I'm leaving the house for the day because my garage is attached to my kitchen, there's the picture. When I come home at night, there's the picture. I mean, the, there is the picture. You get the point. There is the picture. Imagine that 365 days times five. So I allowed her to be comfortable and me to be uncomfortable for five whole years. That is not self-care. And that is not asserting my power. I did not assert my power and I did not honor myself by accepting something that I did not want. By saying yes to something that inside I knew that I did not want. There was resistance on the inside and I ignored it. I chose to just ignore it. And I know that we do that a lot of times. We people please. We don't want to make waves. We want to be the quote-unquote good girl. We don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. We don't want to make anyone feel rejected. So we take ownership of their feelings and just give our power away. It is not your... It is not necessary for you. It's not your job to own someone's feelings. Now, the delivery of how you say something is one thing. But how someone feels is how they feel. And I said I wasn't going to be taking... I, I said, I promised myself, like, I'm not going to just give my power away anymore. And I know this is a light, kind of like a light situation, right? But this is my truth. For five years, looking at that picture, draining my energy when I could have simply said no and made someone uncomfortable temporarily, I made myself or I allowed myself to be uncomfortable for five years. Can you relate? Have you done something like that? And this isn't the first time I've done this. I had gotten into the habit of like there would be some times where I could just be like, oh, no. No, absolutely not. And I, and I could do that. But then depending on the person or the circumstance, 
Like if that power, if that person was in a position of power over me or I felt like they were in a position of power, I wouldn't say no. I would just acquiesce, you know? I would just do it or accept it. And even and let's not even talk about the physical stuff. When people say things to you that are not your truth, and instead of resisting and saying, no, thank you, we accept that too. So, for example, if someone says to you, um, you are a terrible friend, you are the worst friend in the world. And you know inside that you are not the worst person or the worst friend in the world, but you don't say anything. And you don't you don't say no, thank you. I choose to not accept those words, not saying you need to argue with them, but just owning your truth. And instead, you just take it on. You start to embody that. Like, man, am I the worst person in the world? I must be the worst friend in the world. I must be the worst whatever in the world, the worst employee, the worst daughter, the worst person, the worst girlfriend, worst wife, whatever, worst mom. You know what I mean? We got to start taking our power back. We got to start asserting ourselves and saying no when we want to say no. Your gut is never, your intuition is never going to steer you wrong. And my intuition, my gut was screaming when I saw that picture. Like, it was screaming. And I said nothing. And I gave a piece of my power away. I didn't speak up. I didn't honor my... Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because 
again for real navigating this cali traffic is insane now recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go but it's also good for chilling at home too it's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand so next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol without the hangover give recess mood a shot it's been a fantastic addition to my routine you deserve a healthier way to unwind Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code SELFCARE. My truth. I, di I, I just didn't want her to feel upset. Or mad. It's like we don't want to step on any toes. We don't want to make anybody mad. So when someone's like, hey, can you come help me over the weekend? Or like your, your boss comes to you and they're like, so Cheryl, um, I know you worked Monday through Friday, but I'm going to need you to take this. Can you take this laptop home and respond to all emails on Saturday? What do you say? Inside your gut's screaming. You're like, no, nah, girl, don't do that. Say no, say no. But if you feel like that person is in a power position, you just kind of swallow your, swallow that no up and say, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. Because you want to be like a team player. You want to be seen as a whatever. You don't want to disappoint your boss or you don't want to be seen as just like this negative employee because you choose to not want to work on your on the weekend, you know? But I want you to look at some ways that you can start to say no. Look at some ways this week where you can start to say no. I'm going to tell you that I said no to this picture because I finally, finally took it off my wall like a week ago. I finally took that picture off of my wall like a week ago. And it was so empowering. It was so empowering. Like, I felt like I got a piece of my life back. Again, I know this is about a picture. It probably sounds crazy. <laughs> I get it. I promise you I do. But it's not even just about that. I can tell you from experience that I've said yes so many times where I just wanted to say no. No, I cannot help you. No, I cannot give it to you. No, I don't, you know, I don't want to go to that place or whatever. I've had so many no's, but I just said yes, just to get along, just to go along, just go with the flow. 
every time just chipping away at my power. Chipping away at, at me, who I am. And so taking that picture down was like, it was a big thing for me. It really, really was. So I took that picture down. And when my mom comes over, if she even notices, listen, sometimes we think people just notice all the things about us. This is kind of like a side note. They, we think that they just are so invested in us that when we do little things, they just know everything about what we've done and they're going to judge us or they're going to have an opinion. Child, a lot of times people are not even thinking about you. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. I used to have moles on my face. If you go back and find some old pictures, maybe you can, I don't know. But I had two moles on my face, one on my forehead and one on my chin. I had those moles removed maybe like three years ago. And I got a nose ring now that I'm thinking about it. Do you know that my mother didn't know anything about those things? And she's seen my face numerous times. So people are not thinking about you like that. They're just not. They're not thinking about you like that. So yes, if you go ahead and say no, they might be miffed for a minute, but they're not thinking about you. And even if they are, oh well, it is not for you to own anyone. It's like it's not your responsibility to own someone's feelings or try to... Con- control how they feel that's not your job that's not your responsibility only you are in charge of your emotions and how you feel and your actions and it is within your power to say no it is within your power to say no thank you you do not have to accept something that you do not want to receive you do not have to do things that you do not want to do you don't So this week, like I said, I want you just to think of some ways that you can start saying no. There's energy around that no. There really is. Do you realize that? There's energy around that no. Because how many times have you done something and you really wanted to say no and you didn't? Like, hey, I'm having a moving party on Saturday. Can you come help box up some stuff? And you wanted to say no. And you didn't. And so that energy that you're putting out, though you want to be positive, there's a little part of you that just, you feel in some kind of way. You're doing it, but you're resenting it. Or there's a little bit of resentment in that yes. I don't want to do things where I'm feeling like kind of resentment. That's not how I want to show up. When I say yes, I want it to be like this wholehearted yes. Plus, I want to be doing things or accepting things from a place of overflow or my reserves. I don't want to say yes to my detriment and I'm getting depleted with my energy, with my time, with my... Sometimes we don't even have the mental bandwidth to even do the the, the thing that people want us to do or to... to um, be a part of whatever experience they want us to be a part of. Like we don't even, sometimes we don't have like the mental bandwidth to do that. So you want your yes to come from a place of power and you want your no to come from a place of power as well. Does that make sense? So I want you to look around at your life as we, again, we're brand new in 2022. Okay. And if you didn't get your 2022 off on the right foot, 
let's say we're a month, well, we are a month in. You're a month in and you're like, you know what? Mm, January didn't go so well for me, sis. I need to, I want to really just from this point forward, really start being more proactive with my self-care. Hey, start the year over, sis. You can start day one of your 365 days starting right now, this minute. You don't have to necessarily wait until January 1st, 2022, or January 1st, 2023, or January 1st, 2024. You have permission to start over at any time, as many times as you see fit. Okay, so I want you to look around this week and see if there's something that you've said yes to that's draining you. See if there's something that you said yes to that doesn't feel like self-care as far as like honoring your worth. See if there's a a request that you receive or someone tries to get you to do something or asks you to do something or wants to give you something and it doesn't feel like a yes for you. It feels like a no. And lean into that and just tell them, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. No thank you. Practice saying those words. Someone, for example, is like, hey, you want a donut? And you don't like donuts, but you always take it because they're so nice. Oh, they always give me a donut every Monday. Try it. No, thank you. That's all you have to say. No, thank you. It is your right to say no, thank you. It is your right to say no. I know that we have been taught that we cannot say no. I know that we've been taught that our bodies are not our own. Our our feelings are not our own. Our thoughts are not our own. Our actions are not our own. We need to give and serve at every opportunity. But that is not the case. And this week, I really want you to focus on taking some of your power back by utilizing the no thanks. Put it into practice. I want you to do, I want you to say no thank you to one thing this week. And then I want you to shoot me an email and let me know how that went for you. Okay. So you can write me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com and let me know how this works out for you. What thing did you say no to? How did you feel when you took your power back? Did you try to make it? into a story before you said no? Like, were you going to say yes because you started making up the story? Did you say yes? Even though inside you wanted to say no? Did you say no? Like, I want to hear from you. Like, I want you to write me and let me know about one thing this week that you had the opportunity to say no to. And let me know if you leaned into the no or if you leaned into the yes. And then let me know why. I might actually read your email on um, the next podcast episode, all right? So again, you can reach me at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at browngirlselfcare.com, all right? So my friend, that is it for this week's episode. Happy February, pretty much. February is going to be an amazing month. We have Black uh, History Month popping off, which I'm always super excited about. And also, don't forget that we do have the 14-day challenge uh, starting on February 14th, Valentine's Day. We're going to be doing a mindset shift challenge, and uh, I cannot wait to see you, all right? So, that's all I have for this week. Oh, and by the way, if you'd like to join the challenge, I'm not sure if I said this before, but I will put the link into today's show notes, okay? All right. 
So with that said, have an amazing week. I am so excited to uh, be kicking off February. This year, 2022, is just going to be popping, period. So I'm really excited about it, and I hope that you are as well. Keep prioritizing yourself. Keep putting yourself first. Keep just doing the things that refill your self-care cup, okay? Because you are valuable, and you are worthy, and you are enough, and you deserve to be prioritized. I will see you on the next podcast episode on Monday. And as always, I will leave you with, remember to breathe pray, and remember that all is well. I'll see you next Monday. Take care.